0: She got it wet, wait. I'm on them skis. I got it drip, drip. I'm overseas. B R I P P I N G. I got the V V S I C E. Oh, oh, like a cooler. Juice, juice, on my julep. I got stones on my neck. Oh, blood on my set. Oh, water on my wrist. Drip. Put glitter on my. B-. My ex was a waitress, so I gave that a tip. Oh, my ex. The lane that she working double shifts. No
1: this is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5
2: And on ESPN 97.5.com
1: Presented by MyBookie Live from the RentersWarehouse.com studios Here's Jerry Bow and Josh Jordan Alright,
3: we are back on Moneyline Josh Jordan, Jerry Bow, Cam Behind the Glass If you guys missed it, we just had uh, Josh, ADHD he gave out uh, some really good daily picks for fantasy. If you want to check that out, you can go to Podcast Arena, look under Moneyline, and uh, you can hear the picks that we gave out a little bit. We got about an hour till kickoff, so you can still get some plays in there that can help you out. You can follow us at Moneyline97.5, at Nose on Twitter. And at Jordan PFX
0: at Sports Map as well. We will yes. be updating the plays. Uh, everything you need is under the radar plays. He will be using on the flexi segment. AJ Hoffman's uh, fantasy rankings. Everything's over there. So go ahead and get over there in the next hour and make sure that you plug those that information into your lineups.
3: Yeah, no doubt about it. Jerry's got his picks on there. Sports Map's just a great thing to follow, guys. At Sports Map H O U is the Twitter handle and at ESPN 975 where you can find all our content. But uh, this is. My favorite segment. Are you ready? This is the Gal Media All Stars segment. Up. Yeah. So uh, let's see what picks they got for us this week. Hit it.
1: It's the Gal Media All Stars plays of the week. The Blitz is Fred Bauer. Happy Sunday, everybody. Hope you're having a great one. Fred Bauer here with my picks uh, today, and I'm going to go with the over in the Cowboys Falcons at numbers at 50 right now. I think the Falcons offense at home puts up a bunch of points. Cowboys scored just enough get them over the number so over 50 on cowboys falcons the other game will be monday night i like the chiefs a lot at plus three and a half i think this game is is dead even you're giving me three and a half points uh, i don't think that this is that big of a home advantage for the rams especially since they were in denver all week training to go to mexico city the game was a pick'em in mexico city and just because it's in los angeles now i'm getting three and a half points thank you good luck everybody the benches land surline.
2: hello Lancier line did not send in his picks this week, nor did he respond to someone's texts to get them. Sure. <laughs> so we hear at money line use the ESPN 97.5 totally accurate computer predictor system to simulate his picks. Okay, here we go. Processing. Beep boop pop, boop beep pop. With his first pick. Lance picks Team Gryffindor, the favorite, in a big win over Team Slytherin, at minus 7, with his second pick. Processing. Beep. Boop. Bop. (laughs) Lance picks the Washington Generals in an upset, at plus 5,000. ESPN 97.5 Totally Accurate Computer Predictor System, is finished processing. Please proceed with show. Oh and Suck it, land, see line. Ha, ha, ha.
1: Culture maps, Eric Sandler. Any week when I'm seriously considering laying six and a half with the Cardinals is a rough run for gambling, but I've got a couple plays
3: I like. For the second week in a row, I'm backing the Colts, minus one at home against the Tennessee Titans. I know the Titans are great beating up on the Pats last week, but the Colts offense has been firing on all cylinders. I think a healthy dose of Marlon Mack will be enough to get them to the victory. For my second pick, I'm kicking the Texans, minus three and a half for the Washington Redskins. As much as I think the Texans have been extremely lucky during their winning streak, they have started to look more impressive recently. I think the Texans' defense can take advantage of Washington's banged-up offensive line to box in Alex Smith and keep
1: Adrian Peterson in check. With a couple of Watson TDs to Hopkins, the Texans win to set up a huge game next Monday against the Titans. Sports Maps Holly Seymour.
4: Alright guys, this pick kills me, but one of my favorite plays of the week is Saints minus 7.5. New Orleans is at home and that's already tough enough. Combine that with the talent Breeze has on his offense, and compare it to Philly's injury list that's longer than the club VIP line. This just sounds like a disaster for the Eagles. For my next game, I'm taking Washington plus 2.5. When I saw this line, the thing that hit me first was Vegas is telling the people that Houston is better by 6 points. Based off of their schedule, I can't tell you that that's true. I don't know what the Texans are because they haven't played anyone. I can tell you that I don't think that they're six points better than the Redskins.
3: Interesting. Uh, we have both sides of that because Eric likes the
0: Texans and Holly's on the Redskins. Where are you, Jerry? Under. 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 That's a, under. Under. I think that uh, the offensive line, it, it's true what Ollie says. We don't know. There's a lot of qu- in question. But what we do know is that the Texans have kind of found their way as of late. Washington seems really overrated on both sides of the ball to me. And I think that offensive line, at the end of the day, if you can't create time for Alex Smith, uh, it's going to be trouble. I don't see how Washington scores more than 17 17- points and if i don't think that's enough to win it now the minus three is what scares me though because like i said i see an ugly game maybe 1917 type game with these two teams what what's good is that the, as of late, the the Texans haven't been turning the ball over. with Watson, Alex Smith is top five all time as a quarterback for turnover rate. He doesn't turn the ball over, so you can you you can count on long drives, hopefully methodical drives, no turnovers, giving the other teams uh, a great field position, and hopefully a game filled with a lot of field goals. I think a lot of people thought this Texans-Redskins game was a, a strange
3: number when they saw it come out and the Texans were favored on the road by a field goal. A lot of people were kind of surprised by that. Holly, are you one of those people you were surprised to see the Texans were favored this week?
4: Uh, I Actually, I was. I mean, like I said, I hope, Jerry, I hope that you're right, and I hope that Houston does win, and I hope that I'm wrong for the sake of my division. Sure. But, I mean, I just – I don't like it. It's a little sketch to me, and – I still think that Washington's a little underrated. They're not great, but I this is the only team left or the only team on the schedule that the Texans have that are actually somewhat decent. I want to say kind of a quote-unquote big boy team compared to what they've been playing. So to me, if they win this, I mean, it's not great, but hey, good, I believe in you a little bit more because there's nobody left on the Texans' schedule. Should be easy pie for them.
0: As we get later into the season, you start getting teams that are extra motivated, let's see, right? And since... Texans uh, have won at least three consecutive games uh, and straight up and against the spread, right, since week 11. Since 2015, teams that missed the the playoffs the previous year but start doing good, 29-17 and against the spread, 63% in this spot, covering the spread by 3.8 points. So basically, if you didn't make the playoffs the last year, you get on a little winning streak, you start feeling yourself, boom, everything's look up. 63% winner in this spot. I like those numbers. Through the first six games of the season, Texans, 11 turnovers, tied for sixth in the NFL. Now over the past three, one, one. That's where the difference is. If you don't turn the ball over, you have a good defense against an offense that scores 19.6 per game and allows 19.4. So that's what they are. They're around a 20-point team. This week, the offensive line trouble, a good defense. I think we can downgrade that that total, maybe put them around that 17-point range, and I don't think that's enough to win this game.
3: There you go. Let's stay in the division, Holly. I want to talk about one of Eric's picks. It's actually my pick for this week as well, the Colts minus one and a half. What do you What do you think with this Titans-Colts game?
4: Oh, you guys are going to hate me, but um, I'm still rolling with the Titans. <laughs> okay. I know it's kind of risky, but I'm all about the risk this week. I'm going to take Titans in the point.
3: Interesting. Yeah, that was, that was a tough one for me. When I went through all the games this week, that was the only line where I just – I'm going with the better quarterback with the Colts. That's really all it is. is. I'm just betting yeah. on Andrew Luck, essentially. You know,
4: And uh, you're, you're smart, too, because also the home team. So, I mean, I just kind of stepped outside of the box, and I was like, eh, I can see Tennessee maybe. I can see this being like a one-point game. I don't know if you guys got it on a pick Um When I first got it, though, it was – to 2.5, so I'm seeing it more of maybe a one-point game.
0: And the public seeing it that way as well. Over 60% of the spread bets came in on the Titans. The spread opened at 3, and they got bet down to 1. It's 1, one 1.5 at many places now, but that went to show you that the, the upset of the Patriots, the, the winning at, uh, against uh, Cowboys on national television, all those things play into a factor. Uh, the public loves to see winners, and they uh, they pounded the number down off a key number of three, like I said, to one. So at this point, I will have a pick in uh, next segment
5: on this game. I don't want to spoil it, but those are the numbers behind this game right now. Holly is part of the family, and as my future wife, I wanted to ask her— what is she thankful for? We all gave our thanks. What is, what is Holly thankful for? Um,
4: I am thankful for my savior, my ginger Carson Lance. Because <laughs> 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 that's about all that I have left. <laughs> I'm, I, and i'm also thankful for the 330 spot game today so i can um put toothpicks in my eyes and cry at home alone <laughs> in the privacy of my own home today
0: <laughs> well, well you won't be the only one crying because that's the second highest game as far as difference from money to bets the sharp action is coming in on philly for whatever reason um <laughs> uh you know like these are those spots where vegas i'm not saying that i would take philly by any means also but These are the spots where Vegas cleans house, where everybody's saying, man, as we speak, uh, as we're speaking right now, it just went to the number one game. Twenty one percent. Atlanta moved down to second. Nineteen percent as we're talking. So the money's coming in on Philly, but the tickets are getting printed on New Orleans. That's interesting. Let's get over.
5: You know, go ahead.
4: Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say the only reason like that. I mean, usually I wouldn't take that many points because I think it would have been a good matchup between the Saints and the Eagles, as rough as the Eagles are starting out. But the fact that Darby died last week yeah. on the field, like literally, <laughs> the practice <laughs> squad is playing at cornerback. I, I can't even name the corners out there. So, I mean, you just—it's kind of hard for me to take to not take that because I mean, Breeze could easily just light it up out there. Yeah,
3: I think so. Michael Thomas is probably going to go off today as well. What about this? is probably the game of the week, right? Chiefs, Rams. Fred's taken the, the Chiefs. Yeah, Fred's taken the Chiefs and the points at three and a half. Where are you on this one?
4: I took the Chiefs. The second I saw the line, there was no doubt in my mind. I took the Chiefs. Um, <clears throat> I had it on Rams minus two and a half. But I really like Kansas City here, I think they went outright. Man, this is going to be a high. Oh my god! I can't wait to see the ending score, combined score of this game.
3: Yeah, no doubt about it. I'm. I think I'm kind of leaning with the Chiefs too because it's. It's really just the points, you know. I think they're both pretty, you know, evenly matched. So I think I'm going to take the points as well. Uh, Jerry, what do you got on this one? Actually, a really nice Monday night football game. Uh, <laughs> usually, we get something like you know Dolphins
0: Browns or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> with two teams, so evenly matched I believe each one of them has the remedy to to be able to score on the opposite one I think this comes down to that last possession something like that and if you're predicting the game to be a last position, take the three and a half points, right? It's They're given to you. I mean, I don't know if it's a sucker bet. I don't really think the Rams have what you can call a sturdy home field advantage, right? But that, uh, This time of year, I, 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 it's something that makes perfect sense to me, if you're playing an away game, right, what a better place to go than to the great weather in L.A., right? Like, I yeah. know the game wasn't supposed to be there originally, but hey, hey, it gives you a point to go see a good team in good weather instead of going to see your team playing away like at a Pittsburgh right now where it's snowing, so just something to keep in mind (laughs) you're thinking outside the box. No, that's a good call.
4: I had one more question, that a game that not many people were talking about, because it's probably going to be garbage, but what are you guys' opinions on the Giants? Um, It's a pick now, I believe, the Giants in Tampa Bay. Am I crazy for picking the Giants here?
3: No, I think think a lot of people are actually on them, at least, you know, the podcast and, and the different radio stations I listen to. Eli's actually playing a little better now, so I... If it was me, yeah, I'd probably I'd probably go with the Giants. And I was even for uh, for daily fantasy. I'm kind of looking at Eli this week just because the matchup's so good. But is it good at Eli or bad Eli? Because one yeah. of those guys shows up, and you're not really
0: sure which one's going to show up. Well, you know one thing that's not going to show up, and that's the Tampa Bay pass rush, and that's where Eli is <laughs>
4: exactly. Yeah. I was just about to touch uh, on that. <laughs>
0: under pressure, he's dead last in in uh, in QBR, but whenever he has time, he's 18th, which sounds bad. <laughs> but but it, for Eli numbers nowadays, those are that's decent. That's all you're looking for. This is the first time that Eli Manning has been listed as a favorite since week 10 of 2017. So it's been wow. a while. They, they're not used wow. to the – they're not the team that they were before. I just think that the way that Tampa allows an abundance of points just to, to receivers at that, big plays – Barkley out of the backfield. I'm all over the Giants with you, as ugly as it seems, and that's what we're looking for. Everybody's worried about these marquee games, everything that's beautiful, loading up for Monday night. You need to be loading up on the ugly things, eating, eating the collard greens at this Thanksgiving table here. The collard greens of this week, the Giants.
5: Yeah, hey, and on the on the Giants, I know Barkley's going to cost a lot, but this man has been averaging 11 targets over the last three games. I mean, he's literally averaging more targets than some of the top wide receivers. So I know he costs like 8700 but that is definitely $8,700 worth of spending.
3: No, I'm with you there, Cam. He's been fantastic.
4: Especially against Tampa Bay's defense.
3: <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're awful. Would... They, they really yeah. are. All right, Holly, tell everybody where they can find you.
4: All right, guys, you guys can follow me and um... – Talk crap to me all over Twitter, EXO Holly. <laughs> you can also catch me on Sports Map along with the rest of the crew. So make sure you check out Sports Map.
3: There you have it, and uh, we look forward to catching up with you again next week, Holly. So uh, good luck this week.
4: All right, thanks, guys. Y'all have a great week.
3: You too. All right, guys. Bye. We're just uh, getting into it. Jerry and I are going to go through these games, give out our picks in the next upcoming segment. So you're going to want to stick around for that. You are listening to Moneyline ESPN 97.5
1: to say goodbye darling please don't stop to cry cause girl you know I've got to go oh
5: and lord I wish it wasn't so to say it tonight Twitter, Twitter. follow the show on Twitter at Moneyline97.5
1: Yeah. This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5.
5: And
2: on ESPN 97.5.com.
1: Presented by MyBookie. Live from the RentersWarehouse.com studios, here's Jerry Bo and Josh Jordan. All right, you guys know what that music means.
3: It means Jerry Bo's about to give out his picks and make you some money. So uh,
0: without further ado, let's do it, Jerry. What do you got for everybody this week?
2: Straight bets.
0: Let's turn this thing up. Straight bets. My bet of the week. Colts minus one. Titans, a trendy dog, getting sixty over 60% of the bets. We saw them win against the Patriots, win against the Cowboys. Everyone's jumping on the wagon. The, mo- the line moved off a key number, went down to the one-point range. Yeah, the Titans are 8-2 against the spread in their last 10. Great, 80%. But... Andrew Luck is 9-0 in his career versus the Titans. Titans, 3.9 yards per carry, 28th in the NFL. Doesn't go good versus a top 10 run defense in DVOA, 3.9 yards per rush. Indy puts up. Just last week, they held Fournette to 53 yards on 24 carries. Match up two uh, top 10 run defenses. I'll give the advantage to the Colts where they're – Colts surpass and shine, and this is where the game will be won in a close spread. The third down conversion percentage, 52.3. That's 10% more than Tennessee. Give me a team that can move the ball on third down and a team that's not allowing Luck to get sacked. He doesn't get sacked anymore. Pressure on only 29.7% of his dropbacks. It's a league high. Only been sacked 86 of his dropbacks. League high, 66% of the money on the Titans. Give me the Colts.
2: Straight bets.
0: Houston, Washington, 42 and a half. I'm I'm buying the hook, making it 43. Why? Houston's coming off a bye week. History tells you that these teams got time to prepare. They got time to game plan. Coming off a bye week since 2003, teams are 54% against the spread. Road favorites, though, even better. 69% against the spread. Winners, road favorites, off a bye week. Washington Redskins, we talked about it. We know what they are. 19.6 points per game, allowing 19.4. They're all around that 20-point range. I don't think that that's sufficient enough to win this game. I only think they score about 17. Give me the under, though, because it could be a 1917 game. Three's a uh, prime number.
2: Straight bets.
0: Eagle Saints. I like the Saints to score at will. I think the Saints will score over 16 and a half points at halftime. I don't know if you can get it 16 and a half, 17 team total over 30 and a half. I think they score somewhere around 35 points. But the key here is the game over total also because we know that the Saints struggle against, defending the pass. Now, the Eagles are only the 12th Super Bowl team to be listed as the underdog of seven or more points. The last 11, they went three and eight straight up, but eight and three against the spread. In a gambling world, we're not worried about the straight up wins. We're worried about that against the spread. Eight and three against the spread when a uh, Super Bowl has been listed as a dog of seven or more points. Keep that in mind. Now. Drew Brees is facing a team that allows less than 21 points per game. This is the fourth time he's done that this year. Four no straight up against the spread. 57-38 against the spread over his lifetime since 2003. It doesn't phase him. He's matchup proof. He thrives on it. And what more than a team that's, that's, that's going off right now? That Everything's looking up. The, 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 everyone's got them pasted in the Super Bowl. And since 2006... The, the the Saints have struggled to beat teams under 500. That's the only thing that scares me here. 13 and 22 against the spread. That's only 37% winners when they're at home, whenever they're giving up a big spread, and they're facing teams that aren't considered that great, and they're under 500 winning percentage. Now, the Saints, where do you hurt them? 32nd in the, against the past DVOA. They got a third rush DVOA defense, though. So this game will have a lot of throwing. And we know the Eagles can stop the run. A lot of passing, a lot of stop clock, a lot of big yards. I also think that the Eagles get their points. I like the game over total. So hit hit it all the way. Game over total, 56 and a half. Saints team total over 30 and a half. And the Saints team total at halftime, 16 and a half, if you can get it there.
2: Straight bets.
0: My last bet of straight bets is going to be the props of the week. And for the props of the week, I like the T. Y. Hilton props over 65 and a half. I'm using that as a max bet. I think he could get surpassed that. He's in the hundreds today. Scoring a touchdown as well. You could get that at plus money. Deion Lewis on a bounce back, receptions over three and a half. I think he easily clears that. And his receiving yards, if he does that, I think uh, the receptions correlates with the over on the receiving yards. Ingram playing the defense that allows the most passing yards to or the receiving yards to the tight end position give me ingram over 30 and a half, uh, 35 and a half receiving yards and over three and a half receptions david johnson gets in the end zone this week after they're leaning on him very very hard as of late and i think that in a game where they're uh, predicted to finally uh smash somebody give me johnson to be uh to get in the end zone teasers teasers of the week Give me – give me one second here. All right, the Vikings, seven-point teaser. Vikings, move them up to ten if they're still at three. I think that surpasses that uh, key number of seven. I don't see them losing by double digits. Give me the Chargers at a picket. Teasers. Last teaser, ten-point max. Give me the Vikings again. Now you're going to pass them past the seven, past the ten, 13 points. If they get beat by 13 points, that's wild. Jeez, three and a half? You're going to give me the Chiefs in a prime time spot – plus 13 and a half and also give me the over in that game i know 63 and a half is high but i think that the chiefs could keep it in within 13 and a half points and the game sells over 53 and a half play those three
3: all right there you have it we're gonna have andrew jump in give us a little bit of an update on the actives and inactives so uh andrew what you got for us this week
1: breaking news news flash
6: not a whole lot of news on these noon games. There's only three guys that really matter at all um, who are questionable, and that's uh, Kiki QT. He's going to be active. Chris Godwin for the Bucks, He's going to be active as well. And John Ross, he got a touchdown in 39 yards last yeah. week. He's he's had a lot of soft tissue injuries, so I wouldn't trust him at all, but he's also going to be active this week. Um, and moving on over to the late games, Royce Freeman's going to be active for the Broncos. I wouldn't expect him to get a ton of action, but he should take uh, some work away over from Phillip Lindsey. Keenan Allen, as expected, he's going to be active for the Chargers. Mike Williams, he's going to be active for the Chargers as well. Jordy Nelson and Martavis Bryant are both out for the Raiders. So if you're Man. really desperate, Seth Roberts is someone, if you're just absolutely scraping the bottom of the <laughs> barrel, he's someone that you can look for. Jared Cook should see some more targets as well. Yeah. So, you know, everyone benefits from, from these little things here and there. So Jared Cook might be someone that, hey, he, he might get a few extra targets his way. For the Sunday night game, Adam Thielen's going to be active. He actually was limited in practice all week this week, and so there was some question whether or not he was going to play, but it looks like he's going to be good to go. And Stefan Diggs is going to be active after being a full participant in practice all week. He actually told our own Chris Tubbs that he was going to play this week in an interview he had, so there's no question about him. And then for Monday night, your guy Sammy Watkins is questionable, Josh, and he missed back-to-back practices on Thursday and Friday. That's not a good sign. That's not a good sign at all. So I would say that he's on the wrong side of questionable, and very rarely do you see people miss the Friday practice and another practice and still play. It happens, so I'm not going to say 100%. He's not going to play, but I would err on the side of caution and put someone else in your lineup. Yeah,
3: and you know, I believe they have a bye week next week. So it just makes a lot of sense to just go ahead and – because he didn't play last week either. Just go ahead and sit him, give him the extra week of the bye week to heal that foot up. And I believe it's a, a different foot than the one that he's had all that surgery on
0: over the last few years. So something to keep in mind there. Yeah. All right, thanks, Andrew. Appreciate it, man at hyped up andrews where you can find all his work if you uh ever want to reach out to him during the week and you're wondering if you should make some moves according to the injury uh list go ahead and reach out to him he's he's all about that yeah no doubt about it definitely reach
3: out with the tweet i I even hit up andrew and ask him some questions sometimes like hey is this guy gonna play so definitely a good follow for sure all right guys we're up against a break on the other side We will do flexi. I'll give you my flex plays for this week. There's a lot of teams Uh on a buy.
0: You might need a little bit of help. My man's been hitting. He's going to get flexi this next segment. Return of the Mac is on the background. Hey, return of the Josh. Let's go. We'll be back. Moneyline 97.5.
5: the show on twitter at moneyline
1: 97.5 this is Moneyline on espn 97.5
2: and on espn
0: 97.5.com
1: presented by thrive plus Live from the RentersWarehouse.com studios, here's Jerry Bow and Josh Jordan.
0: You know what that song means? Do you want his body or do you want his under-the-radar picks? It's time to get flexy with Josh Jordan. Let's do
1: it. Ooh-wee. Ooh-wee.
3: I'm feeling extra flexy today, and I'm going to start with some quarterbacks this week for you guys. And, uh... How about Dak Prescott? Yes, I'm actually saying him as a play this week, but you know what? He's got a great matchup. The Falcons have allowed nine TDs in their last four games, and Dak's starting to play really well with Amari Cooper. Falcons giving up over 27 fantasy points per game to quarterbacks over the last month, so you got to like that. And you know Dak's going to get some points with his legs. He does that every week, so he's a great start this week. Now we're going to go into this gets a little scary. Matthew Stafford, it's all about the matchup, guys. I'm a little concerned that his O line is getting his head ripped off every time he drops back, but he's playing the Panthers, and they're giving up a ton of points to quarterbacks. So they've given up 15 passing TDs in their last five games, guys. So, you know, I'm not a math major, but that's a lot of points. So he's a flyer this week if you're if you're hurting. So anyway. I'm just telling you, though, use with caution with Stafford. Don't start him over Drew Brees or anything like that. <laughs> All right, moving along. We talked about this guy earlier, and he's extra flexy this week, and that's Alex Collins on the Baltimore Ravens. We know they're going to run the ball a lot today, guys. Their quarterback situation is a big, huh, I don't know. So we don't know what to expect, so they're going to lean on that ground game. Get him in your lineup. Bengals have allowed almost 40, 4-0, 40 fantasy points per game to running backs over the last four. So definitely get Alex Collins in there. And how about Mark Ingram? I had him in this column last week. I said, this is the week Ingram breaks out. He gets in the end zone. And you know what? It actually happened. Way to go, me. But I think he does it again this week. I think the Eagles, they're a top five matchup for running backs. Their last four games, they're giving up 6.6 yards per carry. So I think... I think you can roll this week with Mark Ingram. You're going to start Camara every week, but Ingram, I think he gets it done again. How about David Johnson, Jerry? We've been talking about him all day, and I think he's doing it. Like I said, my write-up for in my analysis for David Johnson, he's playing the Raiders. That is all. So that's what we have for David Johnson this week. Get him in your lineup. How about Philip Lindsey? I think he's a guy that could come through this week. And Royce Freeman's back, so maybe that eats into his touches a little bit. But Chargers have given up almost 27 fantasy points per game to running backs over their last four and dude is fast i like me some philip Lindsay this week let's get to the wide receivers how about your houston texans no i'm not taking the chalky deandre hopkins i'm telling you to start demarius thomas of course you're starting hopkins if you have him but maybe demarius thomas you're like should i start him in my flex this week i say yes they are playing a redskins defense They're allowing 45 fantasy points per game to wide receivers i know he's learning the offense but i think he goes off here how about T.Y. Hilton? We love him this week. I say get him in your lineup. Don't even think about it going forward. The Titans are a top-five matchup for wide receivers. Get him in there. And, Luck, he hadn't been sacked in four games. So, Ty's is going to have some time to get down the field. How about Amari Cooper? I'm, if I like Dak, I like Amari, Coop. right? Coop. Get him in your lineup, guys. It makes a lot of sense. He's playing really well. Falcons giving up over 41 fantasy points per game to wide receivers over the last month. Play Amari Cooper. How about Corey Davis? He really came through last week for Tennessee. The matchup isn't terrific, but I think he's going to get a lot of volume. I think he comes through today. Sammy Watkins, don't play him, okay? If he was going to play, I liked him this week, but it looks like he's not going to go. Get Sammy Watkins out of your lineups. And finally, I got two more for you guys. Tight ends. How about Austin Hooper? My Lord, this guy has come out of nowhere. He's been playing great. The Cowboys, they're allowing 23 catches to tight ends in their last four games. Dallas is also giving up 17 fantasy Point per game to tight ends over the last month so get him in your lineup and finally oj howard he's been coming on guys he's playing the giants they've given up 29 catches to tight ends over the last month so i think you could do worse than oj howard this week these are my plays of the week guys get them in there they are flexy as hell and i think they're going to come through for you
0: get over to houston.sportsmap.com right now those plays are all on there under his radar uh, article these uh The bookie buster uh, Money on My Mind plays, I'm updating them as we go. If you have questions as far as rankings, go get on AJ's stuff also. Yeah,
3: definitely check out AJ Hoffman's fantasy ranks. His are the standard ranks. I do PPR. So if you're playing in a standard league and you're wondering who to start, go check out AJ's ranks. That'll tell you, whoever he has ranked higher, that's who you roll with this week. AJ knows his stuff, trust me.
0: So anyway, I think we got to get back to some of these games, Jerry. What do you think? Yeah, let's touch on – we got one little question from Twitter before we get into the games. Galladay, Peterson, or Ridley in a PPR scoring format? Ooh. For me, I think Peterson – uh, is is the third leg here? It's either Galladay or Ridley. Ridley is more of a boomer bust to me. I think Galladay with the uh, with the departure of Tate, we've only had a one game sample size. I think he gets in the end zone today. I think you go Galladay. Marvin Jones isn't playing.
3: Golden Tate's gone. Who they only have a tight end I can even name. So who are they going to throw to? The ghost of Eriq. Yes, exactly. They're missing him. That's for sure. So I think uh, Jerry and I agree on that one. We'll go with Galladay this week. So uh, let's jump into some of these games here and. uh, Let's see, which one we want to do first? I feel like we kind of – we did Dallas-Atlanta. We talked a lot of Bengals-Ravens. Why don't we get into this Minnesota game a little bit? This is a good one, right? Vikings playing at Soldier Field in Chicago. Looks like Chicago, they started out as a three-point favorite. It looks like it's down to about two-and-a-half right now.
0: Who do you like in this one, Jerry? <sighs> Tough, it's tough, it's tough. These these divisional games. Now, the Vikings team that we've seen within the last three four weeks, it's a different team than we saw get torched on the defensive side of the ball to begin the year. at the, the beginning of the year, it, it, it was it was mind boggling. We saw them go up and they were getting beat up 27 30 points. But if the underlying stat there was the injuries, they had injuries in key key spots. Linebackers, uh, Rhodes wasn't one hundred. He's still not one hundred, but um, he's getting there now three points in a division game, AJ Hoffman, the recent, told me all over the Vikings. Yeah. The Vikings and the Colts today. Uh, we were usually on the same plays, And if that means anything to you, the Vikings, I think I'd, I was going to wait a little later to drop that after we cleaned house during the day slate, but yeah, I'll be on the Vikings as well. I'm riding with them.
3: Interesting. All right. And for, uh, for fantasy purposes, you know, I've got Allen Robinson, but I just don't feel like I can start him this week. I think Rhodes is going to be all over him guys. And, Man, Jordan Howard's getting really hard to trust now, too. It's, it's just hard to tell with the Bears what's, who they're going to use each week. Trubisky's been pretty consistent. On the other side of the ball, I, I think Dalvin Cook probably do for a pretty big game. It looks like he's getting healthy. And, you, you know, of course, you're starting digs and you're starting Thielen. So roll
0: with that. What about 44 is the number? You think this one goes over
3: or under, Jerry?
0: I think under, I think that the game, the, like I said, the Minnesota defense has improved. We know what Chicago can do on defense, and historically, feeling against uh, Fangio's defenses, he's never had a touch or yeah, never, not a touchdown. He's six for 61, five for 34, one catch for seven, and three catches for 40. So in those four matchups, the most he had was 61 yards, no touchdowns. It seems like Fangio knows how to stop him.
3: There you go. All right, moving along. We hit on this one a little bit with Holly earlier, but let's remind everybody we got the Eagles going to New Orleans, the big easy. It looks like that number's at seven and a half now. Remind everybody where you're at on this one, Jerry.
0: I like the over. I like New Orleans overs. I just went and confirmed it's at 16. I love that. Now, once we release that, that goes to show how much pool we have around here. When I released that team total, it was 31 and a half. I just logged on, 32 and a half. Feel proud, folks. Y'all just move. Y'all steam that line a whole point, but I still like the over. I think they score somewhere around 35 points, but the back door stays open, and who else to have the back uh, door open than to uh, Holly's Thanksgiving, uh, you know, th- <laughs> the Red Rocket, the, the new Red Rocket, <laughs> yes. the, the ginger. The, I mean – I think that they could be down 14, 16 points, a touchdown, goes head covers. They lose by eight or nine, and nobody will even remember anything. Be careful with that back door. I'd rather be on the over for the game, over for the team totals on the Saints, half everything. Go ahead and kill. There's going to be points.
3: There you go. And uh, for fantasy, New Orleans side of the ball, Hey, guys, you know start him if you got him. Like I said, I
0: like Ingram. You're starting Kamara, Michael Thomas, Drew Brees. Those guys are rolling for you. Bro, let me cut you off. That call on Ingram last week, whenever you said, I ain't going to lie, I kind of turned my head like, man, I don't know about that. Bro, he killed it. He killed it. Uh, Good job, man. And not very many people in the DFS world, he was like 3% owned or something. Imagine if you would have just listened to that Flexi segment.
3: There you go, guys. And I like him again this week. So... Uh, He's pretty affordable, so consider him when you're putting your lineups together. As far as the Philly side of the ball, I believe Josh ADHD loves him some Alshon Jeffrey this week. You think he goes off?
0: I do, and I also am curious to see how much more of a shared take gets of the offense. Last week, we thought that Tate was going to hurt Ertz's ceiling. Ertz ended up going for a season high, and the one that really hurt here was Dallas Goddard. Didn't even get a look. So, let's see what they come to the table with. You know they know they got to score. At the end of the day, they're coming into that game knowing they have to score. What other offensive mind do you want? Some tricky guy? I mean, yeah. expect this uh, surprise here uh, people are leaning on these saints and everything i'm telling you expect a surprise i'm not saying that philly goes out and wins that game but philly fights today this is the first time i think they've been listed as a dog since the dog mask. bring out the old dog mass <laughs> there you go he likes philly and uh, let's move on we talked about this one a lot tennessee
3: colts we both are on the colts this week about a point and a half so we, we like the colts uh, from a fantasy perspective i think I think you keep rolling with those tight ends until they prove otherwise, especially Ebron. He's hard to watch because, you know, he only get a handful of targets, but dude gets in the end zone. So you got to like him this week. T.Y. Hilton's a guy we're pushing really hard this week as well, everybody. And I think a little Corey Davis action, I think, for Tennessee. I think he comes through as well this week. And – Man, Andrew Luck, I had him in my daily last week, had a really nice game. And, and Marcus Mariota starting to play a little better to where you might be able to trust him in daily, too, if you like to get that cheap quarterback action. So moving on, we talked a lot of Texans, Redskins, and at number still at three, and uh, it's a 41 is the over under. Remind Whoa. everybody where you're at with this one.
0: 41, imagine that. Earlier 42 and a half. Now it's dropped another point and a half. The line opened up like at 43 and a half, 44. Yep. It's getting pounded. Now you've, I mean, three points off the total. We know that it's going to be a, a low scoring game, but once you miss. That chance, once you had that ex-girlfriend that that, that that isn't the same no more, you have to pass her up and say, my days are better. And that line got way too low. 41 is way low. I do see it. 1917, something like that, though.
3: Yeah, that, that sounds about right. Low scoring game. A lot of defense could be an ugly one. I kind of like Demarius Thomas this week. I think he's a guy that you can put in your flex spot. I think he'll come through for you. I'm, I'm thinking maybe around 60 yards and a touchdown. Something like that for Demarius Thomas. And obviously Hopkins, you're rolling with him. Lamar Miller, kind of
0: kind of tough matchup this week right yeah for sure and I'm I'm not sure if I trust him too much he will get the volume and remember what we said when we started the show it's not about picking the high totals everyone's going to be on the that uh the Philly game everyone's going to be on the KC game but what happens when you got a low total like 41 42 43 and it surpasses the total I'm not saying it is but what if it does no one's going to be on those players and you just got a leg up on the field no doubt
3: about it so that's something to consider so if you can get away from a Miller this week, probably do it. I think Dotson might come through this week. I think, you know, uh, Aaron Colvin's not going to play for the Texans. I saw the inactives list. So, I mean, he's like the only guy I think they can get the ball to. So, I think with Washington, maybe go with Josh Dotson this week. He might come through for you. So, we'll get to the rest of these games on the other side of the break here. But, you know, Jerry, if you were going to, like, bet on these games... You know, like, where would
0: the place where would you go if you wanted to get some action? So there's these no games? other place to go than mybookie.ag. We're what 15 minutes away, got all the plays in. And what I'm worried about is getting paid. There, you don't ever have to worry about getting paid. Your money's as good as gold. Customer service is A1. Just remember who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. It's hard to trust people over a computer with your money. These guys, no flinching, no anything. I'm, I'm t- I get paid weekly by them. Thank you Lord for blessing the bookie busters with some winners but thank you my bookie for blessing us with payouts. Go to your computer on your mobile phone right now. They got the most rewarding player perks in the business and they're going to match your first deposit dollar for dollar. If you use the promo code radio right now to activate the offer. That's right. Just go to mybookie.ag mybookie.ag promo code radio. You type that in, make your deposit, put on a buck, Dang. All of a sudden, I got $200 to drop on these plays. $200, that's uh, uh, more than plenty of a bankroll. Uh, use these guys. I trust them. They have in game betting, uh, uh, prop bets. If uh, the game starts, you get home right now. I, I drive. I'm driving at noon, right when the games start, right? When I get home, I'm listening. I see the score. Hey, I see that the game started the way I didn't. I jump on there and I pound that team again. You can hit these live bets. Some people will say, hey, that line seems kind of kind of harsh wait for the game to start and hit the over-unders according to how the game goes once again that's mybookie.ag. you play you win you get paid
5: twitter twitter follow the show on twitter at moneyline 97.5
1: This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5.
2: And on ESPN 97.5.com.
1: Presented by Thrive Plus. Live from the RentersWarehouse.com studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan.
3: All right, we are back. You're listening to Moneyline, Josh Jordan, Jerry Bo, Cam. And uh, I just want to take a second to, to tell you guys about Thrive Plus. This stuff is fantastic. And, you know, I was given some of the samples here, you know, because they're they're one of our partners and they wanted everybody to try it. But I, I liked it so much, I went out and bought my own. And all you have to do, you just go to decide DecideThrive.com and you can order it right there. And if you order it before four o'clock, it's there the next day. So it was it was Thursday. And I was like, man, I know I'm gonna have some drinks this weekend. So I, I went to DecideThrive.com. I ordered three bottles and it even gave me a little a discount code for like 10% just for signing up for text messaging. So I'm telling you guys Thrive Plus is the real deal. I work on Sundays, I like to have a few cocktails on the weekends, man. And I had a few last night, but I took my Thrive. I feel great today. I'll probably you know have a couple drinks watching the texans today and you know I don't want to be dragging in my meetings tomorrow I want to be able to to be alert and Thrive allows me to do that it just makes me feel better and and it's easy to do and it works so if you listen to the show you know I'm definitely in this group I like to have some drinks but once you hit the age of 30 even a little bit of alcohol can have you not feeling 100% the next day so even just two or three drinks can have you dragging a little bit so you know that's why I started using Thrive Plus it works it's great and it's a vitamin Take whenever you drink alcohol, and to use it, you just take three capsules after your last drink or before you go to bed. So I think the the hardest thing about Thrive is just make sure you remember to take it because you pay for it if you don't take it uh, when, before you go to bed. So the way it works, it's designed to reduce alcohol's negative effects by giving your liver what it needs to process alcohol and its toxic byproducts. You know, I'm not a scientist, obviously, but I have tried it and it completely works. Take my word for it. The product was recently shown on Shark Tank, and the founder Brooks, I I got. To to meet him at the pub crawl. He's an Ivy League graduate and he has five PhDs on their team. And if you don't feel at least 50% better the next day, they will give you your money back. So whether you're just having one drink or three or four, just take the three capsules afterwards. It's that simple. You're gonna start feeling better the next day, and your liver is gonna thank you. They're a Houston-based company, like I said. So just get your order in before four o'clock and it'll be there the next day. So just go to decide thrive.com. That's com. They're even on Amazon if you want to order it that way. So just search Thrive Plus on Amazon. So, guys, I don't drink without Thrive Plus, and neither should you. So there you go, guys. I'm telling you, the stuff works. All Give right, it a try. Right. You convinced me.
0: Yeah. Like I said, I know you're out there listening right now, and you're asking, well, is this another one of these gimmicks, and what does this stuff really work? And I'm telling you right now, when we got here, we were doing our prep, and he told me I did a little day drinking yesterday. And yep. I said, man, you don't even look like you've been drinking. Meanwhile, I'm looking across the glass, and I see Cam with Pedialyte <laughs> and no Thrive Plus. You know what I mean? So straight up... I'm I'm getting a little older. I hate to admit it. And three, four beers, I think I'm good. I wake up the next day and I'm like, Wow, who put who put vodka in my beer? You know what I mean? Like straight up. It's just give it a try. I'm going to start using it. I, I play poker. I like to have my drinks whenever I'm playing poker. And the next day I feel sluggish and especially when you lose, wake up with hangover <laughs> and losing. Honestly, uh, I'll give it give it a try this week. I'll I'll fill you guys in. But by the looks of it, like I said, Josh is in here baptizing babies before the show. He's so he's so clean and crisp but when he comes in on a sunday morning
3: no doubt about it guys definitely give it a shot because you know you're probably getting ready to watch the texans game and you're gonna have a few drinks and you know you got to work go to work tomorrow and you don't want to feel terrible so highly recommend it it's all right jerry let's do this we got a few more games to get to before the show is over so let's
0: get over i think we talked a little bit tampa giants you like the giants in this one right yeah, I like the Giants. I think that uh, this is the, one of the only spots that you can really trust. Eli at home, bad defense. It's going to be a back-and-forth game. I, I really like the overall. I think that they, uh, it's a shootout-type game, but I think the Giants end up winning by about three or four points. There you go.
3: I think a big day for the Giants guys, especially in Daily Fantasy, Saquon Barkley. I even think Sterling Shepard probably gets in the end zone this week. It's a really good matchup for him. Load them all up. Yep, so get them going. All right, let's move along. Denver Chargers. This is actually a pretty good one right here. Um, we got to get Cam's opinion in on the Chargers a little bit. It looks like they're favored by seven. Cam's a big Chargers guy. What do you expect from your Chargers this week, Cam?
5: I expect big things. I yeah. think this is finally the year. Uh, you know, in the past we've we've used to seeing good starts, and then they they've kind of found ways to to, to lose it towards the end of the season. But I have no reason to not trust them today. Um, I really like Melvin Gordon. Obviously, it's very it's very hard to, to find which wide receiver yeah. to to hit on because each week somebody has a big week and the other guy doesn't. However, no Antonio Gates today, I believe. So if you're if you're trying to look for a cheap tight end, don't go the the, the Chargers way, but definitely go Melvin Gordon. Definitely go. Phillip Rivers, and you know what? I I kind of like them as a defense. Um, they're they're pretty cheap. I want to say they're under three thousand dollars. So I, I think the Chargers are a good good team to go with this have week. Have you heard of the Williams sisters, the Williams brothers over there? <laughs> one
0: of them's going to go off. I don't know which one, but expect one of them to do
3: something. <laughs> they're frustrating, right? You never know which guy it's going to be, and, and, and sometimes they'll literally get you zero points. Like Michael
0: Williams did that. Just been a, a long months. time since Serena and Venus were both good, so it's, <laughs> yeah. you can only have one or the other.
5: Hey, yeah. and, and that the Eckler train. Look, I was on the Eckler train. He put up some good numbers in the middle of the season, but they've they've gone away from him this guy's getting less than 10 touches i think the last three weeks so if if you're trying to get another little spot cheap flex don't don't do eckler
3: all right and uh jerry just uh gambling wise it's seven points and it's a 46 is the over under do you have a play on this one
0: i'm staying away i think that it's a divisional game seven points is where it should be at so i'm passing okay
3: uh quickly the how about the the toilet bowl right here we have the the raiders and the cardinals uh, not too excited about that one. Anything for anything on this? <laughs> a lot of people
0: are on the Cardinals. That's what scares me. All of a sudden, whenever the, pub, uh, the uh, people are, are just talking Cardinals all week long, something went wrong. What went wrong was the Oakland quit. So if you're betting on Oakland quitting, I guess that's your bet. But at the end of the day, these are pros and this is where it's, uh, oh, that one game that Oakland, it'll get swept under the rug. Oakland came back and showed up for the one out of the last eight games of the year. Yeah, and I
3: think I'm actually going to start Dougie Martin this week. It's, yeah. it's, it's my second flex. It's in that really big league that we play in here at work. And you know, your second flex, it's usually not going to be a, a guy you're that excited about. But I think Doug Martin, I don't think maybe they get blown out in this one because they're playing Arizona. So maybe they're they run the the ball a little bit more. Maybe he catches a couple passes. This is just a dart throw, guys. He's not a guy you're going to be rushing to get in your lineup. Yeah. But he might come through for you. All right, this one's actually a good one. Pittsburgh Jacksonville this is it's downed. It started at three and a half. Now it's at four with Pittsburgh being favored. Uh, remind everybody, Jerry, what's your thoughts on
0: this game? Um, I think that Jacksonville's got the right remedy to start that, stop that Pittsburgh defense or offense as long as they can keep it within close and not make borders have to come out there and play from behind. I think that Jacksonville keeps it within six. There you go. And I think uh, you're starting Juju Smith-Schuster.
3: Yeah, James Conner's going to go coming off that concussion protocol and Antonio Brown. You're rolling with him every
0: week. Uh, what about Big Ben this week? Uh, I'm not either which way on him, actually. I'm I'm not putting him in my DFS lineups by any means.
3: Okay. I think Leonard Fournette, you can go back to him this week, guys. He still hasn't – he's not super expensive. So he's a guy that you know he's going to get a lot of touches and will probably fall in the end zone. So, all right, and finally, Kansas City Rams.
0: You are on KC in the points, right? KC in the points and the over. If you want to tease it, take KC over that 10 and a half. Uh, you'll get him at 10 and a half plus you bring it down. Uh, but fire everybody up here. There's not one person. Fire, fire Andy Reid up. Hopefully he gets in. <laughs> there you go. Oh, there we go. Time to put our name on something. Let's get out of here, guys. Josh, what's going on? You know what? I'm going to go for it again.
3: Amari Cooper. I think he does it again this week. That's my pick.
5: Yo, no Cooper Cup. I'm going Josh Reynolds. Ooh, that's I like it. I like it. And for me, I'm going to go
0: ahead and put my name on the Chiefs to win outright. Uh, showtime Mahomes on the big stage and... I mean, prepare for a great Monday night. Get your Thrive Plus ready and get some uh, liquor going.
3: (laughs) There you go. All right, guys. uh, We're up against it. That's the show. Uh, Hey, Nate, we didn't get to your question, but if you hit us up at JordanPFX or at JerryBowKnows or at Moneyline97.5, we'll try and answer it for you on Twitter. So for Cam, for Jerry, for Holly, Eric... What was kind of Lance? And we're thankful. <laughs> and Fred Fowler. Uh, we're
0: thankful for all the listeners and all the support you guys give us. So uh, thanks for tuning in every Sunday.
3: Yes, guys, thanks, and for for Hector and hyped up Andrew. You've been listening to Moneyline. We'll catch you next week. Peace.